Good morning, my name is Andrew Archer and I'm the student ministry director here at The Ridge. And this week we are wrapping up our series YOLO, You Only Live Once. In this series, we have been taking a look at the book of Proverbs and how the wisdom that it offers applies uh, to different areas of our life. And this week, uh, we're gonna be taking a look at the relationship between parents and children. Um, and that's not just, you know, like kind of our younger children, you know, kind of under 18 in the house and stuff. We're, we're thinking about the relationship between parents and children kind of all throughout adulthood as well. And now I realize um, that when we're talking about family, uh, it's not easy for a lot of us. Um, we all have experienced brokenness in our families to some degree. And some of us have experienced some brokenness uh, with our parents. Some of us have lost parents. Some of us may have blended families and have multiple sets of parents. Some of us may have been hurt by our parents. Uh, some of us may be estranged from or, or, or don't even know our parents. And uh, so I just want to acknowledge that and, and just kind of say up front, this talk may bring up some things that may be difficult uh, and emotional. And, and so I just want to say for those of you that are in that boat, um, if you want to, please reach out to us. We, we have people here on staff that would love to talk with you and, and walk with you through um, some of those things, whatever it is you may be going through. We wanna walk with you through that. Um, and so, so I just wanted to say that up front. Um, so let me take one minute and, and pray before we really jump in. Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Jesus, for your sovereignty. We thank you for your love uh, that, that you have poured out upon us. We thank you, God, for who you are, um, a heavenly father um, whom, whom, whom we all need to look to. And, and Jesus, we just ask that as, as we kind of talk about um, some hard and heavy stuff sometimes this morning, Jesus, we ask for your comfort um, for those who need it. And we ask that uh, you just open our hearts and our mind and our eyes to what you have for us this morning. We thank you for it. In your name we pray, amen. So once uh, there was a little old man and his eyes blinked and his hands trembled. When he ate, uh, he clattered the silverware distressingly. He would often miss his mouth with the spoon and he would spill food on the table um, all over and, and he lived with his married son, having nowhere else to live and, and his son and his son's wife did not like the arrangement. I can't have this, they said, it interferes with our right to happiness. So she and her husband took the old man gently but firmly by the arm. They brought him into the corner, gave him his own separate table, um, and gave him a clay bowl in his food. From then on, he always ate in the corner alone, blinking at the table with wistful eyes. One day, his hands trembled more than usual, and he, he dropped the clay bowl and it broke everywhere. If you're a pig, said, his, said the children, you must eat out of a trough. So they made him a little wooden trough that his meals would go in. Now these people also had a four-year-old son of whom they were very, very fond. They loved him. And one evening, the young man noticed his son playing with a few pieces of wood. And when he was playing with them, the, the father asked, what are you doing, son? And the, the son looked up and said, I'm making a trough, smiling up for approval, to feed you and mama out of when I get big. The man looked at his wife and they looked at each other and didn't say anything. And then they began to cry a little and they went to the corner. They took their old man, the old man, their father, by the arm, they walked him back to the table. They gave him the most comfortable chair. They gave him the nicest plate 
They gave him his food there. And from then on, no one ever scolded him again when he clattered. No one ever yelled at him again when he spilled or broke things. Now, I think in the average situation, one of the reasons that we have so much tension in the parent-child relationship, from kids to adults, the whole deal, is because we don't honor our parents. I think this is something that we tend to not be great at. It's, it's not for our whole entire life. There are almost certainly seasons of all of our lives where we have not been great at honoring our parents. I, I think this has been a problem kind of forever for all of human existence, uh, but I think there are a couple things that, that kind of go on today in our culture specifically that feed into this problem um, and make it a little harder for us to honor our parents. So the first thing, um, we live in, in kind of the Western society of the world, uh, the Western culture, and the Western culture is a very individualistic one um, compared to some Eastern cultures that are much more collective or communal. And so these uh, individualistic culture that, that we live in um, is really focused on the individual thriving, the individual succeeding, not on the whole group. And so I think that leaks into our family life. And what happens is that um, kind of the way that we see family in the West is that family is kind of like a springboard for the individual. Like the goal of the family is to springboard individuals up, off, on their own into a successful, independent life. But I think that in Eastern cultures, um, it's more so that the whole family is, you know, like we're about the whole family's success or the whole group's success or the community's success. And so I think what happens is there's a priority on the individual in Western cultures, in our culture, there's a priority on the individual, meaning the wants, the desires, the needs, the dreams of the individual are the priority um, and that of the family are put to the side. Whereas in Eastern cultures, a lot of times it's the dreams of the family or the dreams of the group, the wants of the group, the desires of the entire group that take priority and the desires, dreams, wants, all of that of the individual are kind of pushed to the side for the betterment of the whole group. So what I think this does, we put the priority on individuals. And then the other thing that we often do is we put the greatest emphasis on the youngest people. It makes sense. If we're, our families are set up to be springboarding these children, these individuals to succeed, all the focus is gonna be on these younger individuals. Whereas I think what can happen in Eastern cultures is because it's the whole family success, often the greatest emphasis can be placed on the leaders of that family, the patriarchs and matriarchs, right? The oldest people who are leading that family um, in a whole different way than I think we do in the West. Now, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but I do think it is the way that things are in our culture and it affects and bleeds into the way that we tend to not honor our parents. A second thing that I think that has happened um, in our culture is there's, there's been a cultural shift with authority. When I say that word, some of you kind of maybe you know, shriek a little bit or you kind of have a bitter taste in your mouth. Uh, a lot of us, especially the younger that we are, we really don't love authority. You know, we live this individualistic culture where we wanna be free to do what we want and free for the individual to succeed. And we can see authority as kind of an obstacle to doing that. And so I think we just don't have a natural respect for authority um, like some other cultures or we have at different points in time. So we have those two things working against us, I think, and making it harder for us to honor our parents. But the third thing um, I think that happens is that sometimes we get trapped in a cycle. And what I mean by that is if you think about the story I shared earlier, um, the little boy 
learned how to treat his parents by the way that his parents treated their parents. And so because his parents were not honoring their parents, the boy's grandparents, uh, the little boy learned and modeled how he treated them after them. So if you have parents that did not honor your grandparents very well or don't honor your grandparents very well, I think you're gonna be impacted by that and less likely to honor your parents well. I think it works though in the reciprocal is that if you are honoring your parents well, I think your kids will be tending to honor their parents well. Um, and so it goes in this whole cycle. So I think, I think that we have this individualistic culture with the greatest emphasis on uh, the youngest people. I think that we can sometimes have a kind of a not a natural respect for authority. And I think sometimes we can be trapped in a cycle. And I think these three things help explain why our problem is a problem. And our problem being, we don't honor our parents. But if this is the problem, then, then what's our solution? Uh, well, as we do every week, we're gonna take a look at what God has to say about this problem, what God has to say about this topic. Um, and, and before we jump in, I just wanna share my takeaway up front with you. And my takeaway is this, it's that honoring our parents is better for everyone. Honoring our parents is better for everyone. Let's jump in and see what God has to say. We're gonna start in the book of Ephesians, chapter six, verses one through three. It's a letter Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus. And he says, children, obey your parents in the Lord because this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may have a long life in the land. So not only... Is Paul saying that you should honor your parents because it honors God? That's kind of the first part of that is what he's saying is honoring our parents because it's right, because it honors God. It's the right thing to do, the way he intended things to be for us to honor our parents. So personally, that honors God. But not only that, he's given you some reason. God provided this commandment with a promise. It's the first one he did that. And, and, and he says that if we do this, if we honor our parents, things will go well for us. Things will be better. That's what we're kind of thinking about in this book of Proverbs is taking some wisdom from the book of Proverbs and seeing how we can apply that to our life so that we can live a better life that God intended. And this is one of the things that fall into this category, honoring our parents. And I think a lot of us have, at the very least, we've heard of this principle. We've heard of this thought of honoring our parents, uh, but I don't think it's ever been explained to many of us in a really practical way. And so I think what Proverbs does is the book of Proverbs helps us answer the question, what does it mean to honor our parents? What does it mean to honor our parents? I wanna start out the, uh, the Merriam-Webster dictionary definition of honor as a verb means to give special recognition to. So, so, we're, so we're supposed to be giving special recognition to our parents is what God is saying. And so we're gonna look at four ways uh, that you can honor your parents, four practical ways that, that pulled from the book of Proverbs that help us to honor our parents. I think, it, I think it'll be really helpful to think through this. So the first one of those four ways uh, we can honor our parents is by obeying them. Proverbs uh, chapter six, verses 20 through 23 says, my son, keep your father's command and don't reject your mother's teaching. Always bind them to your heart, tie them around your neck. When you walk here and there, they will guide you. When you lie down, they will watch over you. When you wake up, they will talk to you. For a command is a lamp, teaching is a light, and corrective discipline is the way to life. 
Paul, who wrote the Ephesians uh, letter, he also wrote a letter to the church in uh, Colossae. And in, in chapter three, verses 20 of that letter, he said, children, obey your parents in everything for this pleases the Lord. The first way that we can honor our parents is by being obedient to them. Uh, for those of us that are parents here listening, uh, this is obvious to us, right? It's obvious that when our kids honor us or that when our kids obey us, they're honoring us. Um, my daughter Kinsley, she's, she's almost three. And uh, when she obeys me and when she obeys uh, my wife, things go a lot better for her and we feel really honored and things go better for us. It's just all around a better situation. Um, the other thing I want to point out from this verse that's really cool about obeying is that it says in the last verse, for a command is a lamp, teaching is a light, and corrective discipline is the way to life. See, their words, your parents' words and discipline and correction can be a light to our paths. When things are dark and we don't know what to do, following their guidelines, following their discipline, following their correction can be a light to our paths. Um, here's the one thing that's kind of weird about this principle about honoring our parents through obedience is it's the one principle that doesn't last forever. It's a temporary principle that goes on only for a short amount of time. Uh, it's kind of stays from birth until we're kind of out on our own and independent. The second principle uh, is kind of like it, but a little bit different. The second principle, the first one is obey. The second principle is listen. In Proverbs 13, chapter one, we read a wise son listens to his father's discipline, but a mocker doesn't listen to rebuke. A wise son listens to his father's discipline, but a mocker doesn't listen to rebuke. So listening and obeying are a little bit different, even though they're kind of similar. And I think, think what, I, what I want you to think about when we're thinking about listening to our father, our mother, um, is that we need to consider what they say. See, our parents have been around the block. They have a whole lot more life experience than us. And even though it feels like a lot of times we know better than them, they actually know better than we do. And I think half the battle with this one, with listening to your parents in order to honor them, is giving them the space to talk, giving them the space to speak into your life. I think that's, that's kind of something that it's really easy to not do. We can get caught up in, in all of life and the way that it's going um, and how fast things move. Um, and thinking we're good, but I, I really think that it would be wise of us to ask our parents for advice. It would not only honor them, but I think it could help be a lamp to our path uh, in a really cool way. So first we have obey. When we're honoring our parents, we wanna obey them for that season of life. Um, throughout our whole life, we wanna listen to them. We wanna give them space to speak in to what you're doing and what's going on, the decisions you're making. The third thing we wanna do is we wanna respect our parents. Proverbs 19, verse 26 says, whoever curses his father or mother, his lamp will go out in deep darkness. And Proverbs 30, 17 says, as for the eye that ridicules a father and despises obedience to a mother, may ravens of the valley pluck it out and young vultures eat it. Don't hold back, Solomon. Tell us how you really feel, man. We see here two examples of children not respecting their parents. And what Solomon says is when you're not respecting your parents, your light is going to go out. The lamp will go out in darkness and you will not know where to go, right? It's kind of the opposite of the obeying and listening is the obeying and listening to what your parents have to say gives you light. When you're not respecting them, you won't have that light and it'll be much harder to figure out which ways you're going in life. I think it's hard for us when it comes to respecting our parents when it comes to admiring our parents and thinking of them highly in this way, 
It's because they're not perfect. The older we get, the, the more that we see this. I mean, when we're young, we think our parents are superhuman. Uh, just last week, I was hiking in the woods with, with my family and uh, Kinsley, my daughter, um, she saw this giant rock. It was like 15 by 15 by 15, gigantic boulder. And I was like, Kinsley, do you think daddy could lift that boulder? And without hesitation, what do you think she said? She said, yes, of course. You know, she, she of course thought with no hesitation that I could lift that boulder. Very clearly, we all know that I can't lift that boulder. But when we're little, we have this kind of superhuman image of our parents and kind of the older we get, I think the more and more we see their flaws. And that's just natural. But the, here, here's the thing is that I think the more we see their flaws, the easier it can be for us to lack respect for them. But if we don't respect our parents because of their flaws, then we can't expect our children to ever respect us because we're flawed as well. We're all flawed. All of us are broken in some way. All of us make mistakes. We all are gonna mess up. We're gonna mess up at work. We're gonna mess up in our families as husbands and wives and fathers and mothers, as children, as brothers and sisters and friends. We all mess up. Um, now that doesn't diminish some of the mistakes your parents have made. Um, some of them I know have been hard, but at the same time, we need to respect our parents in spite of their mistakes. And if our own children see us respect our parents in spite of their mistakes, I think that when they're older and we're older and they see our flaws, they'll be a whole lot more prone to do the same with us. So we have obey, we obey our parents to honor them. We have listen, we're gonna listen to our parents to honor them. We have respect, we're gonna respect our parents to give them honor. Um, the fourth one I have for you um, is appreciate. We're going to appreciate our parents to give them honor. Proverbs 23, 22, it says, listen to your father who gave you life and don't despise your mother when she is old. Listen to your father who gave you life and don't despise your mother when she is old. Here's the thing, that could probably fall under the listening category, uh, the listening principle that we talked about earlier. But when we think about the phrase, the father who gave you life, man, our parents gave us life. We should appreciate that. And we also think about, you know, the opposite of despising someone, it says don't despise your mother, uh, is to appreciate them, I think. If we're not despising them, we're probably appreciating them. So we, should, we need to be appreciating our parents. So there's two things I think we can really appreciate from our parents. The first is we can appreciate their effort. Parenting is really, really difficult. It's really hard. Uh, those of us that are parents, we know this. It's, it's, it's not for the faint of heart, as my mother-in-law says, when, when my wife Delaney and I are struggling with Kinsley and things are not going well, she'll always remind us, parenting's not for the faint of heart, you know, and, it, and it's not. It's a really, really hard endeavor um, and it takes a lot of effort. So I think we could appreciate, um, we can look and try and find ways in which our parents gave a lot of effort and fought through some of the hardness of parenting um, to, tr to try and help us grow. I think a second thing we can look to appreciate is we can appreciate their sacrifice. One of the greatest sacrifices of, of parenting of all is money. Uh, you may not know this, but the average cost to raise a child from, from birth through 18 is about $230,000, and that's not including college. Um, that is a whole lot of money, and if you've got more than one kid, that adds up pretty quick. It's a big sacrifice to be a parent. You have to give up a whole lot of money that you could do all kinds of other things with. Um, and not saying that that would be better, but it is still a sacrifice. Um, it is still a sacrifice. 
Another sacrifice uh, that parents make is time and their desires, things they wanna do. And so we give up time because it takes a lot of time to be a parent. You know, you're doing all kinds of different things. Um, and some of you are working, you know, second or third jobs to be able to pay for all of that $230,000, to pay for all the expenses, you know, needs of your children, you know? So that takes up a whole lot more time. You know, some of you, you're, you're you know, running around to all kinds of different games and practices and sports and recitals and uh, extracurricular stuff and homework and, um, being together, and that takes up a lot of time. It's really great, and it's awesome being a parent, but at the same time, it's still a sacrifice. So I think, you know, our parents, we talked about a few times, our, our parents are not perfect, and I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is, is I think one of the ways that we can honor them is we can look for the things that they did uh, that we can appreciate. Maybe that's giving effort. Maybe that's sacrificing something great. Maybe it's something totally else that you notice that your parents do. Um, but I would encourage you to look for that thing and try and appreciate it. So we're, we're talking about from the book of Proverbs, we see four different ways to honor our parents. We can obey them, we will listen to them, we will respect them, and we can honor them. And those are four different ways that we can honor our parents. Um, but we gotta ask ourselves now the question, how have I failed to honor my parents? Because we all have at different times, right? We all make mistakes, and, and this is one of the ways in which we make mistakes, by not honoring them. So maybe, you know, maybe you, you weren't obedient when you were a kid, you know, and, and you can look back and you can say, man, I, I really did not listen to my parents a whole lot. And maybe I should ask for their forgiveness, and I should apologize for that. Maybe that could be a way that you work toward honoring your parents. Maybe you're still in that phase of life. You're still younger, middle school, high school, elementary school, and uh, you need to work on obeying your parents. You can ask forgiveness for not obeying them and you could work on obeying them in that time of your life. Maybe you don't ask for their input. Maybe you don't consider what they have to say or you don't consider their opinions you know, worth hearing. Maybe an encouragement I could give to you would be to just give them some space. Give them some space to talk to you and to, to pour, some, pour some love and some wisdom into your life. Maybe you lack respect for your parents because of their flaws. Again, I don't wanna diminish their flaws, but, but we are all flawed. None of us is perfect. And so we can, what we can do is find ways to give them respect and to admire them um, despite their flaws. Maybe you don't have a ton of appreciation for your parents, or maybe you don't show that appreciation. I would encourage you to start showing that appreciation, to start finding some of the places in which they deserve appreciation. That can be hard for some of us, I recognize that. But I still think even doing that in little ways, it doesn't have to be big, grandiose things. You don't have to you know, buy your dad a sports car. If you want to, by all means, go for it. You know, but it can be little things, a text message, you know, just a note saying, hey, thank you, a letter. Anything to tell them and let them know how you appreciate them. I think that could go a long way. So we've been talking a lot about how we as children need to honor our parents. And we do, we absolutely do. But I just wanna to talk to the parents who are listening for a moment because parents, I just wanna say, let's not give our kids a reason to not honor us. Let's not give our kids a reason to not honor us. We're gonna take a look at two, two passages of scripture Paul talks about again in Ephesians and Colossians, the letters we looked at earlier. In Ephesians chapter six, verse four, he says, fathers, don't stir up anger in your children, but bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. 
And then in Colossians 3, 21, he says, fathers, do not exasperate your children so they don't become discouraged. It could be easy if you're a parent today to sit here and think about as I've been talking about how we need to honor our parents. Man, my kids are not very good at honoring me. I can think of all kinds of ways that my kids don't appreciate me. They don't listen to me. They don't respect me. It can be easy to kind of get in this train and I would encourage you to not do that. I would encourage you as a parent today to think about yourself as a child to your parents, but also maybe what ways you've given your kid a reason, you've given your children reasons to not honor you. Um, It's their responsibility. It's our responsibility as children to honor our parents, but I think we just really could do a big work, as Paul says, not exasperating our children, not stirring up anger in our children, not giving them a reason to not honor us. Um, when I was in high school, I was not very good at honoring my dad. Didn't listen to him a whole lot, not a whole lot of respect, not tons of obedience all the time, uh, definitely not a lot of appreciation shown his way. Um, but the thing that changed for me um, wasn't my dad being spiteful and, and being upset with me for not doing that. Uh, it was my freshman year of college when I was really struggling, really going through a very difficult time in my life. And in spite of me not honoring my dad, He continued to love me. He continued to show up. He continued to try and train me and give me advice and wisdom, even though I hadn't listened to it before. See, it's this kind of of unconditional love that I think we can offer as parents that I think could maybe get us not trapped in some of these cycles, can break some of these cycles of not honoring parents. Um, And it can really help uh, teach our kids, teach our children how to honor us and what it means to do that. It's, it's kind of in the same way it makes me think of, you know, like how, how I didn't deserve my dad to do that. You know, in the same way, like none of us deserve the love that God has for us. You know, God is seen as this heavenly father and, and he has this incredible love for us that he pours out for us and shows us his completion of his love in the cross and sending him, his son to die for us. We don't deserve that kind of love. I didn't deserve my father's kind of love, but it's that kind of love that, changed who I am from God. You know, like his, his love has changed me and changed the trajectory of my life. And my dad's love that I didn't deserve changed the trajectory of how I treated him. So I'd just like for us as parents to take a minute and just think about how we have failed because we've all failed in different ways, like we've said, and how we've given our kids a reason to not honor us. And let's think about um, how we can act in that way of, of loving them in spite of them not honoring us. So I just want to end with this. I, I just, want to, just want to ask, what would it look like if we as children actively worked at honoring our parents by obeying, by listening, by respecting them, by appreciating them? I, I, I think if we took it upon ourselves to work on honoring our parents and parents to work on loving our kids in spite of them not honoring us, I think uh, that things would be better for our parents Things would be better for us and things would be better for our children because honoring our parents is better for everyone. Let me pray. Jesus, we are so grateful for your sacrifice. We are so grateful for the love that you put on display at the cross, even though we didn't deserve it. What an incredible display of your love for us in spite of us not honoring you. Help us to see that and to begin to be transformed by that love, Um, Jesus, and help us to be transformed by your word and your wisdom you've given us in Proverbs to begin to show that love to our parents 
and to begin to show that love to our kids and to honor each of those groups of people. Help us to honor our parents by obeying, by listening, by respecting and appreciating them. Um, We're so grateful for you and for what you're doing in this church. Thank you for this time today. In your name we pray, amen.